Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network and you are joined by Danuta and my super great co-host Lawson. Lawson, how are you today? We've come to the end of the week. We have. Oh. We have just been flying through, racing through, but I am fantastic. I'm doing so well. I had a great day yesterday. Spent some time with my mum. Spent some time with my sister and her husband as well. We went out to dinner. Nice. Uh, just, just, an, just, just an awesome day. Just a really yeah. awesome day. Oh, and I helped my friend. Shout out my friend JR. Uh, she, she got a flat and she's, cause I helped her buy a car and she just, she's from Malaysia. And so every now and again, she texts me if there's a problem. She's like, Oh, I got a flat. And yeah, it was just fortuitous at the time. I was like 10 minutes away. I'm like, do you need any help? And she's like, yeah, I've never changed a tire before. And so yeah, oh, wow. we were able to get in, get that tire changed. And I hooked her up with the place. If, if anyone's in, if anyone's in Newcastle, they need the information about a good place to change tires and get, you know, get some good stuff. Just yeah. hit me up, hit me up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but, no, 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 no. My, my advice is, Go to the experts. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean. Oh, you're saying call call, call Lawson call if you're on the side of the road. Oh, well, I'll point you in the way of experts. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like because I changed the wheel. Like she has oh, a nice. you know the donut in the back of the car. You yeah, know, and they're designed for so anyone to change. Nice. But then it's like to to swap the tire over. It's like you know the information, the good details about the best people to go to. Mate, they're, they're, they're in my, they're in my bank of knowledge. So, <laughs> but hey, you're listening to the breakfast show this morning. What are you grateful for, Danuta? Or, you know, what, what's been going on in oh, your life? Oh, look, I'm actually grateful. Look, I, I had a phone call from my girlfriend overseas yesterday and we mm. just had a good chat. It's actually really good to see people face to face from overseas. Mm. It just makes it nice and personal, doesn't it? So Absolutely. yeah, I'm grateful for great friends and for Facebook and uh, Facebook, FaceTime and things. FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being able to connect with people from other sides of the world. It's incredible. Incredible. Yeah, and we're actually going to be talking about some of that in our news today. But hey, now. And coming up on today's show, we have an interview with Adriana and Jade from a music group called One Glory. Mm. They're talking about their new single album. It's a beautiful song. We've also got news on science's finding with the stars and the future of interaction. And in our Bible study today, we're continuing chapter two of Ephesians and we're looking at the church as a holy mm. temple. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. And Lawson, it's come time for us to do our first quiz. We've got our last five questions for the week. Mm -hmm. Going in for the prize of the book of Daniel, Wisdom for the Wise, where chapter by chapter there's a practical approach and commentary Mm -hmm. about the book of Daniel, which is a prophetic book. Um, But also, yeah, it means that anyone that actually enters today can still go in the draw even if they haven't actually entered all week. So Mm -hmm. can you give us the first question? Our first question for today, what special vessel was built? using gopher wood if you know which vessel this is hey 0491 is the number to text with the answer and as as Danuta has said this is your last opportunities to get in for the draw which is going to be drawn at 845 today and our prize for this week daniel wisdom for the wise a chapter by chapter verse by verse practical and thorough commentary of the book of Daniel, basically taking what we have, all the words in the book of Daniel, the information that's given there, giving, you know, applying it in a 
a prophetic sense, yeah. and, but also, you know, doing its exegesis and giving us some application and for today. application. For, yeah. And yeah, applying it today too. So if you want this, Hey, all you need to do is text our number 0491 with the correct answers to our questions, which will get you into the quiz. We've already got correct answers coming through, but Hey, what special vessel was built using GoForward? And maybe you haven't played all week. Well, this is your opportunity. This is like, We've had people win the prize. That have entered in the last like question. once yes. in the last question. We've had people win before. We've also had people win who stack the deck too. So we want, we, you just need to send it, guys. Hey, That's it. what special vessel was built using GoForWood 0491-064-669? And the clue is it was quite big. And it was, it's a common story that... A lot of people mean Absolutely. a lot of people know. Yeah, so it is somehow fascinating. It's become a children's story, even though it's quite tragic and violent. Look, we're not yeah. going to give any we're not going to divide, no. divulge any more information. There's, there's tragedy, but there's also great stuff that's Absolutely. come out of it. So really quite interesting. So again, that number is zero four nine one zero six four double six nine is the number to text and give us your answer. The question is what mm-hmm. special vessel was built using gopher wood? You're listening to the Breakfast Show this morning. Danuta, what is happening in positively different news today? Yeah, well look Lawson, I know that you and I really like music. My husband loves music as well hey like music and can you imagine and like so my other question is do you like looking at the stars by any chance oh of course you know we're here in newcastle where like if you're in the city you've got some light pollution if you head out up into like the the watergans or mount sugarloaf i've been with my friends it's been like you know 11 p.m 12 a.m midnight we go out to the top of mount sugarloaf and just like look at the stars it's amazing it's stuff, just isn't the it? most yeah. beautiful thing especially when you when oh, you go in the country area. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not far enough though. Then, like, I've been out west before, been up to, been up to, or up to Kempsey or somewhere like that, and you go there and look out at the stars when there's just no light pollution whatsoever, and the sky is just it's, magnificent. It's just you know? packed, isn't it? Yeah. Packed with that. And so, when we used to live out in Western New South Wales in mm. the outback, that's what we would exactly see. Is like, wow. you know, when it was a clear night, you would just see. Like thousands upon thousands upon thousands. It was just yeah. like packed with stars. Reminds me of the verse eight. Count the stars, you know, yeah. <laughs> compared to the blessings. Yeah, like, yeah, that's no, amazing. That, that's it. Absolutely. And when we used to have the young people from, um, from the coast here come out and do storm co trips. So storm co stands for service to others really matters. And in fact, they've just had storm co trips in the last, you know, two weeks or so, because they usually do it during the school holiday time, but they go out to uh, the smaller communities and they do service. So they actually do face painting. They do clown, you know, they dress up as clowns. They have kids programs and mm. things like that. Do a fantastic work. Um, mm. and, and so anyway, when, when they used to come out west, they would actually go out on one of the nights in the bus that they would come in together and they'd actually literally go out between Burke and Ingonia where the road's really, really straight and they would lie there looking at the stars Mm. because that's where it was like pitch black, no cars, nothing, and they could Mm -hmm. see it. So, And they'd lie in the middle of the road, like 15, 20 of them, looking at the stars, which was amazing. But So Mm. today's today's good news story is actually coming from Northwestern University in Illinois, USA. It's a private university and it's one of USA's leading 
units for research, for teaching and and looking at different things. And the scientists there have actually assessed three different stars. They've actually looked at a large star, in fact, like a large blue star, a medium orange star and a smaller, small star as well, a red star. And what they've actually done is they've actually analysed the waves, <coughs> excuse me, mm. They've measured the waves of the energy that actually go through the stars that these waves actually create and they've turned them into sound waves. But it's these particular waves that cause the twinkling that we see, you know, how we see stars kind of twinkle away. And that famous song that we've all learnt when we were little kids, twinkle, twinkle, little star, mm. how I wonder what you are. Like mm. that that starts so early for, for little kids, hey. Mm. And so they've actually looked at these and they've looked at, they've changed these waves into sounds and they've played it to the tune of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And what they actually have done is they actually found that these waves actually create music. Wow. They actually create music. So that twinkling is actually what's called convection, which is a process that's cooling of the airdrops. Mm -hmm. And they warm up and rise and they actually cause the light in the stars so that there's the strong strong light and the dimming of the light. But that, that in itself is also causing music it's causing sound now isn't that amazing i'm thinking if it's lighting up and dimming then there would be some like oscillation of sound so because i'm thinking okay it makes music you know everything has a pitch because everything has a vibration right and if you even things that you can't necessarily hear they get like special tools to go in and they find what pitch it's resonating at. but i'm thinking if there's oscillation they're saying it's making music it's not just because the star is sitting at like one pitch it's it's not not static it's not just sitting at a humming sound but it's going up and down up and up and down. and down. You know, I saw a video one time of a guy who had an oscillating, he had a synth sitting there yeah. and he got a bunch of like, uh, you know, cables that he clipped onto a coral, like wow. a piece of coral yep. and basically ran it through some oscillators and the coral was making music too. There you go. So the coral, because it's like the coral being a living organism has, has, uh, you know, electric magnetic, well, electric pulses running through it that would give off different things. And so the different electric pulses when plugged into a synth would start to make music. And so it's amazing to see, wow, stars are are able to do the same thing, even though the star isn't necessarily a living organism. It's because of that oscillation. Yeah, because of the, isn't that incredible? And I just, Think of the way that God's design. And you're saying even with the coral, yeah. And you you put those two together, and how many others there? But you yeah, know, other other things out there that God has created to create mm. music. Mm. And of course, music was a real key thing in heaven. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to oh. heaven where there's going to be music. But I also thought when I thought of stars. I thought of the story of Abraham in Genesis mm. 15 where God took Abraham outside of the tent and he said, count the stars and they will be as, as your descendants will be like the stars of the heavens. Mm. And of course, Abraham is actually significant in the lineage of Jesus Christ, you know, as the Messiah, in the Messiah. Mm. Uh, and also Abraham believed God and he counted to him as righteousness just by God saying, Hey, your descendants will be like the stars of heaven. So I think that's just fascinating and really amazing. Hey, mm-hmm. now the really quick story comes from New Zealand where a young boy actually went and saved his brother oh. who was caused in, caught in um, three metre waves and is actually uh, caught out there about six metres out, six, not six, 60 metres yeah. out and was in this rip and his brother just said to his mother, 
I'm going out there, but hey, I might not come back. And so she's standing on the shore and he actually went and actually rescued his brother mm. and both of them were actually saved, which is an incredible story mm. that this 14-year-old actually swam out into the rip, into the waves and mm-hmm. actually saved his 24, uh, sorry, his 12-year-old brother. Oh, that's incredible. Which, and, and of course, the mother would have been panicking about it, yeah. but the good thing is that she was thankful that they've been saved. So they've and actually... three-metre waves, that's massive. It's massive. That- isn't that is huge. Yeah, that's, what what a like, risk to take. What is that? Like it's like a nine foot, ten foot wave. I mean I mean, you know, people surf that kind of stuff, but it's just like again, in a rip as well, like oh, that's just amazing. Must have been a really strong swimmer. I, I well no, the younger one was actually apparently a really good swimmer, but yeah. the thing is that he still got caught in the rip and this one's ah. just like I'm risking my what my life. Mm. I might not even come back. And I think that's what Jesus wow. did for us. He died on the cross for mm-hmm. us so that each one of us might actually have life. Yeah, that's which is incredible. powerful, isn't it? Oh, man. In a situation, probably, you know, the, the lifeguards weren't there or they weren't able to get out, and hey, they've done an amazing work. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Our next quiz for today, what did Isaiah have a poultice of prepared and applied to Hezekiah's boil. So again, what did Isaiah have a poultice of prepared and applied to Hezekiah's boil? For those who don't know what a poultice is, it's like this thing that you wrap around a certain wound or whatever and it draws all of the gross (laughs) stuff out. But this is a multiple choice question. So was it A, a charcoal poultice, B, a poultice made of figs, C, a potato poultice, or D, a pomegranate poultice? If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669. Again, our prize for today, Daniel Wisdom for the Wise will give you this book absolutely for free if you win the draw. It is a fantastic book, an amazing commentary on the book of Daniel. Again, that clue was, that quiz was, what did Isaiah have a poultice of prepared and applied to Hezekiah's boil? A, charcoal, B, figs, C, potato, or D, Pomegranate. If you know the answer to that one, again, 0491-064-669. Maybe if you're a health professional out there, let us know which one of these would be the best. Yeah. Like, which one of these would serve, you know, if we're in a 2023 context and I've been bitten by a snake, you know, to draw the venom out, which which poultice should I chuck on? A, f- <laughs> you know, figs, charcoal, potato, or pomegranate. But also we're looking for the correct answer for that one too. 0491-064-669. You're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. I've got some interesting news, Danuta. Fire away. I want to talk about technology. I want to talk about the future of technology and interactions and some of the things that have been happening in that space. It's something that I love like to keep my finger on the pulse of. I haven't talked about a lot lately. You know, a lot of our news focus lately in this section has been on some of the things happening in the space of religious liberty, things happening in the space of, you know, some of the steps and missteps that churches are particularly potentially taking, you know, shifts and change in social culture and legislation, those kinds of things. But the, you know, the technological world is one of the most rapidly advancing parts of our existence. Oh, too fast though, isn't it? It's incredibly fast. And well, a story, I've got two stories which really highlight this. The first story really highlighting the idea of technology moving too fast. So uh, the Geo8, which is the, it's the group of eight, so umbrella turn talking about the top universities in Australia. Yep. They've gotten together and had recently a landmark Senate hearing over how it is that AI is supposed to be worked around and treated within universities because 
it's been a very difficult process mm. for universities to understand how to create a curriculum that includes AI or bans AI because the simple fact of the matter, and Monash University came out and said, look, we have tried, you know, we've tried to discourage AI use and then we, you know, we've applied to a number of tools that are supposed to detect AI, but all of the best tools for detecting AI around the world are constantly, you know, just very inconsistent, constantly failing because the AI that they're trying to detect then updates and then they have no ability to detect it anymore. So it's just this arms race, basically, of mm. detection that is really getting nowhere. I know for me, at the start of last semester at university, my lecturers were... I remember I was sitting in the room for one lecturer and he went on, you know, a, a good 20-minute talk. And I think it was fair enough just talking about, like, if you use AI, especially... So my degree. Well, so they were already bringing it in, in, like in your in your studies as well. Well, it just exists, right? It yeah, just yeah, exists, absolutely. particularly since the advent of ChatGPT last yeah. November. It's it's just there, and mm-hmm. there's no way to avoid it. And yeah, what my uh, my lecturer said is like, if you use AI as a crutch for your work, we will detect it, we will find it, and that is academic fraud. That's amazing, now, isn't it? They've put extra things into place now, obviously, with that. Yeah. But the point is, is that then by halfway through our semester, I got an email from my uni being like, well, hey, you know, we're not fully banning AI. There's some context in which you can use it. True. They had changed their policy because they realized that there's just no actual way now to really consistently detect it because say, it's yeah. just moving so quickly. Mm. And so, uh, like I'll say, you know, for, for, for me anyway, ChatGPT is too dumb to write my essays. Like it's too dumb to include all of the information that would go into it and the, the nuance and the information. In fact, ChatGPT multiple times would be making up information. It's mostly like where ChatGPT really excels is as a creative writing tool rather than a factual writing right. tool. Yeah, yeah. And there was actually a big case last year that I caught, oh, was at the start of this year that I commented on about a lawyer who had been disbarred in the United States because he had been releasing his statements using ChatGPT and that had like fake and bogus laws in it. So what is the ChatGPT again? Oh, well, it's essentially an AI tool that you write prompts into and it gives you information back. So you can write write a short story about uh, Lawson and Danuta walking across a bridge and it'll write it. You can, it writes sermons, it it writes code, it writes everything. So in other words, what you're saying, you know, with with your studies, that it could write all your assignments, really. Yeah. But the point is, that's why they're kind of going like, do you use it or not? Don't you use it? But even if, like, if I wrote into it, like, write a, you know, an essay about this, like, it, it, if I say write, say write a 500 word book report about this book, it won't really know the context of the book. It yep. won't really know, you know, some of the books it knows, some of the books it doesn't know, and then it'll just make up information. It's too dumb to be nuanced <laughs> enough, <laughs> um, to, to be able to do something like that with my degree. So for me, occasionally you've got like, to do your own work yeah, properly. <laughs> I would write a paragraph of information and then I would plug it into chat GPT and I would say edit grammar and flow and uh-huh. it would do things like that which right. was really helpful yeah. you know it's more and that's allowed you know we use Grammarly at our university yeah. we use other programs that uh, you know we're allowed to use assistant tools to edit grammar and stuff like that mm. so that's what I would do uh, but yeah the AI space it's moving very fast mm. and it is enabling well it, it is enabling a huge shift in the social space, in the social media space, in the technology space, and that is currently being led in the West by Elon Musk and the mm-hmm. rebrand of Twitter that has just happened. So Twitter had this big rebrand over the over this week from being called Twitter 
to being called X. There you go. Now, for those, X. it's just, just X. X from Twitter. Just, okay. It's, come, it's gone from Twitter. For, and is there a meaning for the X, given it's gone from Twitter well, to X? Well, <laughs> Elon Musk, his ideal, his his love of, you know, his his endeavor and ambition yep. is to make an app that includes everything. They call it a super app. Uh-huh. And his inspiration comes from China because in China they have this app called WeChat, which literally WeChat does everything that 15 apps on your phone would do. It, it like controls your money. It like, it can give you loans, like your insurance. Um, it tops up your, you know, your mobile bill. It can pay off your utilities, pay for the bus, wait, wait, you know, wait. make just, doctor's appointments. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, more. hold on. <laughs> wait, there's it more. It books your travel, <laughs> books your hotels, you know, books your taxis. Um, it is like, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all in one. So in terms of the social media side. Um, and then it's like a shopping market as well. It's Amazon too. I don't so know it, that I like it. So, so this Do is the thing. Like I, I am so, I don't like it. I don't it like it either. Me. <laughs> it, it, it disempowers me. It disempowers me. If that's going to do everything, but also mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, there's so much that's just, you mm-hmm. know, that, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's, well, that's that, my absolutely. Viewpoint. I'm just thinking one of the biggest things for me is it just disempowers me. And not only that, like it's, it takes, the brain work away. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think if in Elon Musk's case, well, he bought Twitter last year for $44 billion. People are already saying it's worth a third of that. He has run the company fairly and squarely in the ground. It's probably, it's the most money lost by a, an acquisition of all time, I think. It's in the quickest amount of time too. It's just absolutely dreadful like what what's happening there in terms of a business decision and he's he's fired all the staff he's like you know he's even said because a lot of people are trying to work out like why did he buy twitter like what did he actually want from twitter and it's like he's lost 80 percent of the staff he's that's a lot of stuff that's, that's a lot of stuff and but he's it was like kind of, kind of like reveling in that and saying it's a good thing he's like oh no it's good that we lost all this stuff because twitter was overbloated and losing money it's losing even more money now they've lost half of their advertisers they've like well the other thing that was people were thinking was oh maybe it he wanted the the api stack so maybe he wanted all the code from the website but then he wrote on twitter he said oh no nah, all the code is super brittle and outdated and we're probably going to have to do a full rewrite so it's not the code either <laughs> the only thing that could possibly benefit elon musk from twitter is the brand twitter wow. because like tweets and these kinds of things it's part of popular lexicon yeah yeah everyone's uh, using it but now it's now they've even lost that uh because yeah. they're they're rebranding to x and there's this huge pivot that he's doing to make this app that includes everything and he even said he's like i want 50 percent of the world's finances to be able to run through this app which is i think a huge over promise but absolutely but at the same time i think elon musk although he's kind of gone about it and done everything the wrong way he's ahead of his time in the sense that there are other companies who could step up and do this. If we saw an Amazon and Facebook conglomeration, which the FTC, which, you know, the, the trade commission in the United States was block if there was a merger between them. But if we could see something like that or just Facebook or Amazon try and step up in that space, mm. we could see the advent of these super apps where it's everything goes through one space. And then uh. again, we cringe a little bit and we think about the ability of control in that space as well, because, you know, 
particularly when we think of, you know, reflecting on Bible prophecy, reflecting yeah. on a context in which all the world could be financially controlled and all the world mm. could be brought to their knees and, and be Revelation brought, 13. And be brought mm-hmm. to worship the beast. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a context in which that can finally happen and every single day that goes pr- past, it just becomes more true and mm. more true. Hey, let us know what you think. Will you be joining X when it comes out and becomes <laughs> the ultimate super app? 491 You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we are going to have our next quiz question. You can get that for us, Danuta. It's right there. Yeah. Who ordered the death of the 70 sons of Ahab? Nice and quick, easy question. Yeah. Who ordered the death of the 70 sons of Ahab? If you know the answer, text us in on 0491-064-669 and you'll go in a draw for Daniel Wisdom for the Wise. That gives a chapter, chapter by and verse by verse practical approach and commentary. And of course, we've only got two more questions left after this. So you want to get you want to get your answers in so that you can be in today's draw. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, you, you don't want to miss it. out. And people have been flying in with answers and lots of correct answers too. So zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text again. It's zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Who ordered the death of the 70 sons of Ahab? Daniel, wisdom for the wise guys, you want it. You are listening to The Breakfast Show, and we have on the phone none other than Jade and Adriana Wales from One Glory, who we just heard from on air. Are you guys there? Hello. Hi. Oh, good morning. Man, good Hi, morning. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? How are you doing? Are you, are you awake? You know, is it, is it usually your practice to wake up this early? Yeah, we're usually awake. Um, oh. But yeah, today's obviously a, a more special day for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us about this special day because you've got a new single coming out today, haven't you? We do. So um, Glimmer of Hope has just been released to all platforms. And yeah, it's it's um, we're nervous but excited because uh, this is a, a song that's very close to our hearts. Mm, of course, it, we're going to be hearing "Glimmer of Hope" in just a little bit. But I, I know whenever I get you guys on, I always just love to ask about the process, the history, the thoughts behind you know where this song has come from. So yeah, I guess starting right there for you guys, you know, thinking of coming out with this product of "Glimmer of Hope," where where did that you know that you know, creative seed conceptualize. How how did that come into being? <laughs> yeah, well this song was um this song came about um after a conversation that I had with a close friend of mine, a personal conversation about what was going on in his life and what he had been struggling with mm. through the years. Um the death of a best friend, mm. uh seeming seemingly no no answers uh, to prayer and, and yet finding comfort in the uncomfortable. Mm. And so this song was actually birthed the same day after that conversation, um, just feeling the weight of all of that. And yeah, the, the lyrics, um, came to me in about five minutes. Wow. Um, and really it's just a prayer, um, a prayer. For God to give us a glimmer of hope again and save us from all our wondering, if we've been looking in all the wrong places, would you turn me back around again? Mm. So, yeah, and then obviously Adriana has added her own um, touch mm. to the song in the studio, and 
what what we really like about this song is that we get to sing sing it together. Um, mm. And this is kind of a theme throughout our whole album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Glimmer of Hope is the first song off our new album coming out in about three weeks. Mm-hmm. The album's called Therapy. And so wow. Glimmer of Hope is the first song. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy. I, I love the title. I think we're all in need of help. And I think pointing to the one who can really help us. And I think I love too, you've said on the show before that one of your big inspirations for writing songs are usually you're writing a song for a person. And it seems Mm. as though that process has stayed true through Glimmer of Hope as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So is that, is that something that you kind of factor into your, you know, songwriting schedule, your, your album schedule is like, Hey, I just need to have lots of conversations with people now to <laughs> glean from them some kind of inspiration. Look out, Lawson. They're going to oh, come to man. you and they'll, they'll write lots about man, you. I'll see Jade calling me. I'll be like, ah, uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think, I think, um, yeah, most of these songs come from life-defining moments of mm. either pain or joy. And, um, yeah, the whole idea of, around therapy is that, yeah, we, we're all, all on this road of recovery mm-hmm. and um, of therapy of some sort. And this album is, I guess, full, and same with Glimmer of Hope, is full of honest lyrics, um, honest prayers to God because – yeah, we believe that God God isn't surprised by our feelings, mm. um, and we believe it's really healthy to process feelings and mm. to speak to to God about our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just want to be vulnerable in that space to be able to encourage others to do so, mm. and really mm. find that friendship with God that is closer than no other. Mm. That's beautiful, and and what's really reflected in when you're saying that you know the words come to you quite soon, so soon after speaking to somebody and like Lawson said that it's inspired, you're inspired after that, that it's actually relating to somebody that you've actually spoken with each time. The thing is that, you know, that connection that you both have so strongly with God um, and the inspiration that comes from him is reflected in the fact that you then put it into action, what he gives you, which is mm. just so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, we're just, we're just so privileged and so blessed to be, be a part of God's, uh, kingdom and and what he's doing here mm. um, and songwriting is just yeah just we just love it and it's a way that I guess God has included us in in his story and um, we couldn't be more happier mm. yeah beautiful was glimmer of hope the watershed moment of inspiration for the rest of the album that's coming or did it come within you know you guys have did you first endeavor to write therapy and then glimmer of hope came out of that period of time (laughs) (laughs) oh it's quite funny because glimmer of hope was the one of the last songs that we wrote oh Mm. wow yeah so we had we had quite a few that were done before that one but Mm. that that one definitely kind of sets the stage for the whole album that's why we put it as the first song Mm. and it kind of leads people on a journey so we have eight songs on the album and glimmer of hope leads into the yeah, it leads into the eight. It's like a real good volume, like one. <laughs> oh wow, that is fantastic. When did when did that begin? Like, when did you guys endeavor to write to write a new album uh, initially? Well, um, 
I mean, we haven't brought out a, a, a full length album in almost three years. Mm-hmm. So this has been a writing process for the last three years. The majority of these songs have actually come probably in the last, uh, six to 12 months. Powerful. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to put a, a date on it, but our, our phones are full of, Voice memos, probably 300 <laughs> or more. <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, wow. I That's, love that. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're saying, you know, that glimmer of hope, you know, came later, but you're actually putting it first. And Shell actually played it um, just before we started our show to us uh, to listen to. And I love the start of it. You just, I just went like, wow. Like, seriously, our listeners need to hear it. It's like just wow. And I love how you say that it sets the tone. And I can see from listening to that of how it seriously sets the tone. And so I'm just wondering what other songs have you kind of got um, in the album? You're saying there's eight eight songs or eight other ones. So just what what else is in the album that you cover? Um, So we obviously have some real raw, honest ones, like Jane Mm -hmm. mentioned, about you know, trauma and um, pain and, you know, the the difficult kind of deep challenges of life that everyone faces Mm -hmm. um, to some degree or another. So we have songs about that, songs about, I guess, failure or feeling like, um, you know, I've messed up, you know, where am I, these kinds of um, songs. And then we have um, in the middle of the song, uh, middle of the album, we have um, a song called Run, which is – one of our favourites, it's about um, basically getting up and leaving situations or environments or people or just things that you find yourself in that are really, um, I guess, dragging you down, mm. holding you back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the middle of the album. And then from there on, it's basically the upward journey of, you know, um, joy and you know finding recovery finding peace finding um hope and yeah just transitioning out of i guess the sadness into the light so Mm. yeah that's and the the last song on the album is um is another favorite it's called sail away and it's Mm. basically the idea that um that love um carries us all the way home wow (laughs) Guys, you're giving us goosebumps yeah, here yeah. in the studio. This I'm is just visualizing. I'm just visualizing that, like even if, as you say the word "sail away," mm. and that's <laughs> literally what happens. Like when we go into, G- you know, the life with Jesus, isn't it? Like just this beautiful yeah. change, and you sail mm. away from the other stuff. Hey, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, and also, you know, the the hope to look forward to of His soon coming. Being able to, he takes us, you know, the, the angels gather the elect, they take us by the arm and take us to heaven. It's, that is just amazing, guys. So give us some more information. We know that we've got, well, Glimmer of Hope. It's, we're about to play it. It's coming out right now. Um, but we've got that album in, in a couple of weeks. What, what's the date for that one? Yeah, well, I mean, we were going to keep the date secret, but seeing, seeing we're <laughs> here, we might as well <laughs> mm. throw it out. So the, the date for the full-length album will be the 18th of August. Ooh, okay, oh. 18th of August, that will come out. So 18th of August, what platforms are we going to be on? You know, YouTube Music, Spotify, all of these classics? Yeah, all of the above, everything. Um, obviously, uh, YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Guys, that is fantastic news. It's also, oh, producer Shell, what's up? 
So, yeah, just from what you were talking about as far as the way that the songs, you've put them in a certain order, would you consider this album to be a concept album then? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, um, this feels like the first album that we have really put a, a full picture on, like in terms of a story mm. um, and a journey, yeah. Mm. Amazing. Oh, guys, it's fantastic. Great to hear. It's going to be really good. Uh, Well, hey, you'll be able to, for those listening to our interview this morning, you'll be able to follow them on Instagram. Give us your Instagram handle right now. One Glory. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Just (laughs) jump on Instagram. Nice and easy. Type in One Glory. You'll be able to get all the updates for that. It's August 18th as well for the whole album of every platform and Glimmer of Hope today. But, hey, we are going to play that track right now. Jade and Adriana, thank you so much for joining us. And right now, yeah, thanks for coming on. We've got One Glory with Glimmer of Hope. I've been searching and I've been seeking It seems like you're nowhere to be found And I'd do anything just to see you If I close my eyes, will I see you now? Cause I know faith holds and what can be seen But my hope feels like a distant dream Give me a glimmer of hope again Save me from all my wondering If I've been looking in all the wrong places Would you turn me back around again? You reach out as I lean backwards Too scared to face my unbelief With what you say you really mean it Restore my first love again Cause I know love awakens Love is I behold you So turn my eyes to see you Again, save me from all my wondering. If I've been looking in all the wrong places, would you turn me back around? Back around, would you turn me back around again? Back around. 
being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.